Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Big night tonight. College football rankings will come out. College football hirings. Auburn has found their man. As I mentioned, Dion was going to be offered the Colorado job. He uh, finally came out and confirmed that, that he had spoken to Colorado. And I don't know if he's going to take the job or not. It feels like if you're Dion. I'd hold tight because there'll be other jobs out there as you continue to uh, be a successful program there at Jackson State. But uh, Hugh Freeze leaving Liberty and going back to the SEC. Wow. Very interesting. You know, if you can coach, somebody's going to hire you. I don't care what your baggage is, but Hugh, Hugh Freeze, he's uh, did a good job at Liberty and uh, did a good job at Ole Miss before some things surfaced about him, but... Back in the SEC, going to Auburn, and uh, doesn't matter what happens. If you can coach, somebody's going to hire you, even if you don't do well in the NFL, like Matt Rule. He, now he's with Nebraska. He's getting $40 million from Carolina, and uh, he's going to be the coach at Nebraska. Uh, Luke Fickle going to Wisconsin. It's that time of the year, the coaching carousel. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Say good morning to those watching on Peacock. That's our streaming partner. If you're chatting on chat row, and if you dial us up, Tyler is uh, standing by, manning the phones, 877-3DP-SHOW. We have a poll question, play of the day. Stat of the day, as always, brought to you by Panini America. The official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. We all have different ideas about success. We achieve it at different times in different ways. As we strive to reach our financial goals, can't afford to make mistakes or go it alone. Invest in your success. 
Invest with a Stiefel Financial Advisor, Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. The uh, big soccer match, loser goes home, USA and Iran. That'll be at uh, 2 Eastern. We'll have more on that game in the final hour of the program. Marcus Spears, the big swagoo, is going to join us coming up a little bit later on. Steelers hold off the Colts 24-17. to Both teams now 4-7. and Feels like the Colts had a better trajectory. They're 4-7, and seven, but you go, well, they're not that far off. Well, in their division, they're not going to make the playoffs, but there at least was hope there. With the Steelers, we are already looking ahead to next year. It was one of those games where I go, why am I watching this while I continue to watch it? It was on, and I thought, okay, <laughs> I'll watch it. And I wanted to see Pickens. I wanted to see Pickett, uh, Jonathan Taylor, See if Matt Ryan could be the old Matt Ryan instead of an old Matt Ryan. And Jeff Saturday, of course, on the sidelines. Mike Tomlin uh, never has a losing season, except for maybe this year. Got some work to do there. But I'm watching. I'm going, I don't know if this is any good. But it was on. Therefore, it's the power of the NFL. Yes, Paulie? They're both like average teams, and they're not bad enough to have a top five draft pick. They're close, though. They're just out of that top five draft pick range. If they lose a couple more, it's actually better. Which team feels uh, more competitive or more like going in the right direction? Well, I don't know about my coach in Indianapolis. My quarterback is not going to be my quarterback next year. I don't even know if Sam Ellinger is going to be my quarterback. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is uh, has the potential to be great. My offensive line was supposed to be really good. Uh, Pittsburgh, Cleveland's going to get better with Deshaun Watson. Cincinnati's already good. Baltimore's already good. Mm, man. I, I guess I would say Pittsburgh because I'm going to give credit to Mike Tomlin with his track record. And Kenny Pickett and George Pickens, it, it feels like they have something there. Maybe Najee Harris. I, I thought that uh, they should move on from Chase Claypool. He was always one of those, boy, that guy looks like he's going to be a star. Just never quite like uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. You know, like that guy's going to be a, maybe he's not going to be a star. Maybe maybe he's an Instagram star is what he's going to be. But I, I guess I would say Pittsburgh, but they're in a better division. Yeah, Paul. I can't tell whether Kenny Pickett of Pittsburgh is any good or not. He seems very competitive. He seems very, like, hyped up and, like, in two-minute offenses. He looks like he knows what he's doing. But his stats this year, three touchdowns, eight picks. That's bad even for a rookie. Just to put in perspective, remember Josh Rosen, who flamed out with Arizona after one season? Yeah. He had 11 touchdowns and 14 picks. He's having a similar season to Josh Rosen's rookie year. But it feels doesn't feel that bad. I don't know. What do you guys think? There are times when I look at him and it feels like he's an NFL quarterback. Like he's he can be a franchise quarterback. Be he has that personality there, but I'm I just not seeing anything yet. But keep in mind, I think we're spoiled by some of these quarterbacks who come in in their first year and you're like, wow, that's the way every quarterback should be. But maybe you know, Pickett is just a rookie quarterback acting like a rookie quarterback because that's the way it used to be. Everything is catered towards the offense, passing, uh, all the rules, and he should be putting up a whole lot better numbers than just that. But I, I like what I see personality-wise, 
but that could be false bravado where you're like, I don't, I'm not sure what I'm doing out here, but I'm going to act like I know what I'm doing out here. Yeah, Marv. Yeah, Kenny Pickett may end up just being a good locker room guy. Like, all right, let's go, fellas. Let's go. Let's go. All right, he might not be a good quarterback. He might be a good locker room guy. Like, those guys stay in the NFL forever. Kenny Pickett is the first Steeler rookie quarterback to win a Monday night start since Terry Bradshaw in 1970. But it made me wonder how many Steeler rookie quarterbacks played on Monday night. Because that sounds like a pretty impressive stat. I don't have a list of how many rookie quarterbacks with the Pittsburgh Steelers played on Monday night, but he is the first to win a Monday night game uh, since Terry Bradshaw back in 1970. Whoa! Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Top. Uh, Yes, Todd. Do you have to show at least a few flashes of greatness your rookie year? You don't have to have great numbers. Has he done enough or have a few moments where Pittsburgh can be excited about him being some type of long-term post-Roethlisberger answer under center? Well, I'd like to see something where you go, okay. I don't know if we've had that okay moment with him. And, and maybe it's just a moment. Maybe it's a drive. Maybe it's a you know two minutes to go and you lead your team down. But I haven't seen that yet. Yes, he. But George Pickens has taken all those moments. Ooh, man. What what should would normally be a great quarterback moment is actually a great a great wide receiver moment. Yeah, he's making those catches. It feels like on a regular basis. Yep. Um, and and he's probably making Kenny Pickett look a lot better than what he really is. I mean, it's hard to go three touchdowns, eight interceptions, <laughs> and his QBR is like forty six. His rookie year stats passing remind you of Justin Fields' rookie year passing stats. Not much at all, but Fields had 500 yards rushing. Pickett doesn't have that. And Josh Allen didn't play well his first year. No, he had like 11 touchdowns, 10 picks. picks. Good rushing yards. Looking ahead to uh, Thursday night, Buffalo will be at New England. On Sunday, Tennessee at Philadelphia. Miami will be at San Francisco. Boy, that is spicy. And then Kansas City will be at Cincinnati. You have some really big matchups coming up here. And uh, you wonder about Tennessee going into Philadelphia, that's a weird game. It just feels weird. It just feels like that's one of those games Tennessee wins, where you're like, how are they doing this? Uh, Buffalo at New England. In the last meeting, Buffalo played a perfect game. Seven possessions, seven touchdowns. It was minus five wind chill on that night in Buffalo. That was a Saturday night in Buffalo. Sounds like a country song, Saturday Night in Buffalo. Mm. It sounds like uh, Dwight Yoakam. I yeah. think you're that one, right? Saturday Night in Buffalo. Yeah. A little steel guitar. Ladies and gentlemen. Saturday. All that's keeping them company is this bottle of Jack Daniels and yeah. memories of mm. you. Wing, yeah. wing sauce and bartenders. Mm. Yeah. And Josh Allen. That's a, Saturday Night in Buffalo. <laughs> Do that. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Mark. I got the Patriots winning Thursday night. Just for one reason and one reason only. They're going back to their throwback uniforms. Ooh. The hiking patriot oh. with the red unis. Yeah, I'm going with it. Okay. Pie to the psych. Whoa, no, I'm relaxed. Okay. Oh, no. I said I kind of like him. Sounded oh, no. kind of like him. Yeah, you committed. Clam chowder to the lap. Yeah, clam chowder yeah, to the lap. chowder. Yeah, clam chowder. <laughs> Hot clam chowder to the face, yeah. Mark. That's how they do it in New England. Yeah, Just dump it right in your lap. Yeah. Uh, what's the poll question we're going to go with today, <laughs> Seton O'Connor? Okay. <laughs> 
clam chowder in your crotch. How's that? Yeah. Chowder to the crotch? Yeah. Hmm? That's how they did it in the old days. <laughs> yeah. Is that a crock of uh, clam chowder? A crotch okay. of clam chowder there? You can't jump up if it's scalding. You, you gotta stay there. Yeah. The potatoes, the potatoes are killing You go home. What, what's wrong with you? I lost a bet. You just get a bunch of those oyster crackers to like mop it up. <laughs> Pour the oyster crackers right on my groin. Uh, yeah, please. Uh, what's poll question? Uh, well, I put up there already, uh, which NFL franchise is in better shape right now, Indianapolis mm-hmm. or Pittsburgh? Mm-hmm. Uh, we could go with who you got today, USA or on. Might well, as well throw that out why there. Why don't we say that to the last hour? Are well, you sure? Yeah, you want to wait. You know, you want to build up to that. Because we don't want to take over the show. With, no. I mean, we open that can of worms right now. No, no, you don't want that. In our Iranian affiliate. Oh, oh my gosh. They've been with us forever. Yes, they have. We're not saying who you're rooting for. It's who you got. Who you got. Yeah, who you got. Okay. <laughs> and it's winner go home. Winner go home, Winner Dan. go home. Who you got. Yeah. What else do we have? Uh, we have, uh, oh, Todd's got a couple. I do have a couple. You uh, want to go with a, uh, what's today, Tuesday? Tuesday Fritzy? Tuesday Todd. Yeah, Tuesday Todd. He's got a few. Okay, Todd. Would you take credit for a goal you didn't score? Absolutely. Nah, that's weak sauce. <laughs> okay. Well, Ronaldo action. Uh, Ronaldo did this for Portugal. Yes, I would. Portugal. Yes, I would. Yeah. Yeah, Pauline. So one of his teammates played a ball into the box, and Ronaldo goes up. He can get up really high. Oh. And it, it looked like he may have grazed it, but it just went into the goal because the goalie was playing the header. Ronaldo ran up with his arm in the air to take credit for the goal. Right. Would you take credit? Would yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. Less of, you know, the thing is with him, he's like a dude chasing records right now, right? So mm-hmm. every goal matters. And I feel like he's like trying to grab every single one he possibly can. And Messi just scored, you know, for Argentina, saving their World Cup. And, you know, so Ronaldo needed his goal there as yeah. well. Yeah, Paul. In the old days, you didn't have replay. And now they have the chip in the ball. So, like, they went back and did uh, a look at it. And they said Ronaldo's head never touched the soccer ball. Mm. And so uh, I bet in the old days, you could just got credit by the better you sold it. But at least he didn't slide on his knees and, and you know, how you normally celebrate when yeah. you score. I think he knew, hey, you know what? I'll just act like I sort of scored and I'll hug my teammate, but not where you prance around and put your shirt over your head and all those things. Yeah, yeah, Paul. It looked like he hit it with his hair, though. Would, would hair be part of the body? Well, it is, but I don't think it had anything to do with the goal. Yeah, to me, that looked like um, a very oily kind of... Development. No, it's there. called product. Product. Okay. Yeah. Dippity do whatever the Oily kids are wearing. Development. Yeah. Whatever they're putting in their hair. I but think they, it's it's pomade. I told you he looks. And it late. may have changed the trajectory of the ball. No, it did so not. Slightly. It, it did not. It did not change it. But because he's there in the box, you know, maybe the goalie had to uh, account for him. Therefore, that's how the ball got. Some type on. of distraction yes. happened there. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Eight seven seven three DP show. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. <laughs> Twitter handle at dp. Nobody show. covers soccer. No. Nobody. And there's a reason. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Mark. What if Steph Curry and Russell Westbrook decided to play soccer? How good would U.S. soccer be? Oh God! <laughs> Calling probably be unstoppable. I don't know that. why Call they think. In. I don't know why they think Steph Curry was going to be this transformative soccer player. I hate that every four years. Yeah. Every four years. What if? Uh, Imagine if, it, if we spent LeBron James over there <laughs> as our keeper. Do they do that like in sports? Rooney's so good. Do they do that on sports radio in like London? Like if Wayne Rooney played in the NFL, he'd be a great running back. Do they do that? I don't think so. I think they do. No. Yeah, Paul. Uh, yes, Tom. But wouldn't Curry keep trying to kick it from one end all the way to the other like it does with the three-pointers? It doesn't really count for him unless he kicks it the entire length of the whole soccer field. 
It's too easy to kick it close to the net. Anyone could do that. Draymond Green would have three red cards a game, and you can't even get three red cards a game. We'll take a break. We'll gather the troops. Crush that segment. Uh, we'll get phone calls coming up. Big Swagoo, Marcus Spears a little bit later on, and we'll uh, check in with the World Cup Team USA against Iran. It's winter go home. Back after this. Uh, LifeLock is here to help you. And you probably go, yeah, I know. I hear Dan talking about LifeLock all the time. Well, I don't want you to have something happen to you, and then you react to it. Because you have to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. So much personal information gets exposed, making it dangerously easy for cyber criminals to steal your identity. That's where you need LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock detects and alerts you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own, like loans taken out in your name, like crimes committed by thieves pretending to be you. If you do become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to uh, fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but it's easy to help protect yourself with LifeLock. Join now, save up to 25% off your first year. Promo code Patrick, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or go to lifelock.com. Use the promo code Patrick for 25% off. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Sounded like an impressive stat where I go, hey, Kenny Pickett, the first Steeler rookie quarterback to win on Monday night since Terry Bradshaw in 1970. And then I thought, well, how many rookie quarterbacks started a Monday night game for the Steelers? Well, if you said Bubby Brister, you're right. Bubby Brister, 1986. Wow. Yeah, that's it. Bradshaw, Brister, and Pickett. Ben uh, Roethlisberger did not start a Monday night game during his uh, his rookie season. That's one of those where you, you you think, wow, that stat's incredible. And then you go, that's that not incredible. Yeah, Marv. That's like when Michael Vick beat the uh, Packers in Green Bay, and they were like, it's the first win against a Green Bay <laughs> yeah. team in Green Bay. Green Bay hadn't made the playoffs in like 25 years in between. So I was like, it's not all that impressive. They hadn't been in the playoffs. Yes, Paul. Dan, when you were a kid, I, I kind of – Rhetorical question, but like, you know, the Bears weren't too good. Your Bengals weren't too good. Mm-hmm. When they were on Monday Night Football, it felt like an event in the town. I, I, I can, I'm sure, was it that way for you with the Bengals when they made Monday Night Football? I don't know how many times they made Monday Night Football. In the early 70s? Yeah. I don't, I don't remember them being on Monday Night Football. They had, they had a couple of good players, but it took a while. You know, when they had Kenny Anderson as their quarterback, and then they went to the Super Bowl where they lost to the 49ers. But even then, I don't know if the Bengals would have been a national draw for uh, Monday Night Football. By the way, guess whose birthday it is today? I don't know if he's celebrating. Todd, uh, you sent this to me, so you already know the answer. Let's see. Can I give you a hint? Darius Rucker. No. Male or female? Male. I could provide a hint, I think. Mm, no, because you tend to give it's away. Too much? You overhint. I think it's a good hint. All right, go ahead. 
it would be offensive not to acknowledge his birthday today. That's fair, right? So he's an offensive player. Mm-hmm. It would be really offensive. He's been on the show before. Yeah. Is it not an athlete and a comedian? No. I thought offensive. Oh, it's, oh yeah. No. Like Chris Rock. No. It's, it's not Kanye West. Randy so, Johnson. No. Andrew Dice Clay. No. Okay. No, it, it, no, it's an athlete. He could have been athletic. Well, Andrew Dice Clay would take umbrage with that statement. Okay. Three blind mice, see how they run. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Paul. Maybe offensive lineman Anthony Munoz. No, offensive. No, maybe uh, Fritzy's not that much of a hinter. No. Johnny Manziel. No. If I said um, played at. Wait, are you already tired of the game? Wait, I th- it's a fun game. Yeah. Come on. is it? I thought it was. Well, so if there were if there were a couple of hints, it might make it move along a little. Okay, more. he's uh, a he played on the offense. He played, <laughs> yeah, ten thousand players, and he was born today, thirty-four years ago. <laughs> Ride to the subway and get him a sandwich. Oh, Russell! Oh, see, what are you too much. See, I screwed him up. Seaton was getting bored with it anyway. Russell Wilson's 34. Happy birthday. Now, why would you use the word offensive with a terrible because offense? Because they're a terrible offense. Oh. Mm-hmm. You just answer your own question there. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. And then we did hear from somebody with the Broncos, I think, yesterday that I mentioned that Mike Purcell was a backup lineman, and then somebody said, no, no, he plays 60% of the plays. Yeah, it's like a Broncos field reporter, so she, oh, uh, she's Oh, okay. A, she's All right, well, I, I appreciate that, but still feels like he's a backup. It, does, does he start, Todd? He does not start. I checked. He had two starts so far this year. If, if you don't start, you're a backup. Doesn't mean you don't play. No. So we were correct. Yeah. Well, I was corrected by somebody. Well, not really. Through Fritzy. But uh, I guess he's seen significant action. But if you're going by the letter of the law, start versus uh, not starting, then you were right. If you're if you don't start, you're a backup, right? I would say so. Yeah. Okay. But what if you play plays three through forty eight? Seems like you're kind of a big part of what's going on now. But but he doesn't do that. But he doesn't do. I don't think he does. Yes. So why why are you doing (laughs) that? Just I don't know. Yes, Paul. If you win six man of the year, you don't start. That's, that doesn't mean you're not a good player. Mike Purcell seems like he is. He's got a lot of tackles, plays well. Plus, I've looked at that video a couple of times now since then, where everybody's had their conversation on both sides with Russ and you know the coach and you know, Mike Purcell. Russ looks shocked at what Mike Purcell, you know, where because Purcell comes in and gets in his face and then says, you know, let's f and go or whatever he says. And Russ, you know, usually if you're on the same like level, the same kind of frequency, you'll grab the shoulder pads and you're like, yeah, let's go. He's like, okay. He looks surprised. He looks surprised when when he got in his face a little bit there. But nothing, hey, there's nothing to see. Everything's good. No issues, Todd. And the coach was oblivious. He was asking up in the booth what quarter it was or whatever was going <laughs> that's, on. It happened right next to him. That's not true. That's not, that's not, he knew that, what quarter that, it was. That, that, that's not true. The uh, NFL draft order. What is it right now? Houston is number one. They're one nine and one. The Bears are three and nine. Have the second pick of the draft. They're probably going to pass on a quarterback. Then you have Detroit. It's the Rams pick, which is now that's the Matt Stafford trade. Yeah, Detroit's going to get the third pick of the draft. Seattle from the Denver trade has the fourth pick of the draft. Carolina 
Philly from New Orleans. That's the Chris Olave trade, the wide receiver. Yeah. A lot of trades. Arizona, Green Bay. Green Bay eighth. Vegas. Houston has the 10th pick of the draft. Their second top 10 pick. That's from the Cleveland Deshaun Watson trade. Okay. Couple of phone calls in here. Josh in Indiana leads us off. Hey, Josh, what's on your mind today? Hey, Josh. Thanks, Josh. Andrew in Washington. Hi, Andrew. Good morning, Dan and Danette. Thanks for uh, taking my call. Hey, you guys did great. I actually got my signed DP show calendar last week before Thanksgiving, so that was excellent timing. You guys got those out quick. I'm all the way on the West Coast. Uh, thanks for getting it out to me. Mm-hmm. Also, I have to say, MVS, most valuable signature. Boy, I like Seat O'Connor's. He's got a nice signature there. He's really got <laughs> Showtime signature. Um, anyways, I also wanted to give an update for Paul to know that I did go along with um, what the one caller said, I think, Matt, about uh, white guys going with human names for dogs. So my pug is named Kevin. That's what my son decided on. So <laughs> Kevin is the pug's name. Um, couldn't go that far. Hey, thank you, Todd. Marshall and Harold, good ideas, just didn't work. He never really responded, but <laughs> Kevin it is. Dan, um, real quick question. Anthony Davis has been playing like we want Anthony Davis to play. It was a really tight game against Deanna. They won with a buzzer beater three. But how long do you think Anthony Davis can sustain this with his injury um, uh, history? And how long will he – I mean, how soon will he be in street clothes? Because he's been balling out just like – Shaq, just like Elgin Baylor, I had a stat last week where it was, you know, all time. Just kind of wanted to get your take on his play so far. Well, he's been great. He had 25 and 13. Uh, Russell Westbrook Jr. the third had 24. Austin Reeves had 13 points. Uh, LeBron didn't shoot well. Uh, had 21, 7, and 3. And they blew a uh, big fourth quarter lead. They blew a 17-point lead to the Pacers. I don't know why people are surprised that the Lakers aren't good. They're, they're not good. I mean, can they be competitive? Sure. Can they have signs of life? They've won five of their last six, but then you melt down against the Pacers. You know, I, and for people to say, oh, it's time to trade LeBron James social media, you can't trade him until next August. So that's it. So when somebody has an article like that, they're just trolling you because it's the Lakers. A team that nobody is talking about because they don't have star power is the Boston Celtics. They're 17-4. and They're the best shooting team in the NBA. They lost their coach, who was coach of the year, and whatever happened in the front office there, which we still don't know, and then he was going to get the Nets job and then didn't get the Nets job. The Celtics quietly have been great, but they have no pulse nationally. It's like, what can you talk about with the NBA? Well, you always can talk about the Lakers because it's LeBron. And I understand that, but still, there are other stories out there that people aren't even covering. Now, John Morant's going to get some attention. Uh, Zion has played pretty well. Luka, the Greek freak. But it doesn't feel like any of those names, teams, resonate nationally. It still comes back to, this is a league that has been hinging on publicity through the Lakers. But the Lakers will be on national TV, and for no reason other than they're the Lakers. Yeah, Paul? The Celtics are interesting because, you know, you never think of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown as great three-point shooters. 
they're good. They both shoot 35%. But then their bench guys, like Al Horford's shooting 50% from three. Malcolm Brogdon, 47%. Derek White, 45 And they were in the finals last year. They seem to be improving. But the Imiadoka story is, is nuts of how there's nothing new on it. You know, he lost two jobs in two months. And where's the where's the rest of the baggage? You know, when people say, well, what do you do with this roster with the Lakers? Uh, LeBron signed that two-year $97 million contract extension. And what are you going to do? Trade Anthony Davis? I would have. I would have done that a long time ago if I could have. But he's playing well. Maybe now's the time you trade him because he's playing well. And he's healthy for the most part. But would I bank on Anthony Davis, you know, giving me 75 games this year, 70 games this year, 65 games this year? Probably not. Just feels like that's Anthony Davis being Anthony Davis. Yeah, Marv. Is there a team in the NBA that we should all really be paying attention to right now? Well, Boston. But no, you're just not going to. Right. I mean, Boston is 17-4. and four. Yes, he you know, when you said uh, like you would have traded Anthony Davis a long time ago if you could have, and I was like, yeah, that totally makes sense. But why does 2020 feel like it was 10 years ago? <laughs> I know. I know it's the bubble ring, but it's still a ring, and they still won, and that was not last season, the season before. Why does that feel like it was 10 years ago? And I never would have brought in Russell Westbrook Jr. the third. No. no. Said it, wasn't going to work, doesn't, make, doesn't fit. And LeBron signed off on this. Anthony Davis did. And, and, and it's not all on Russ. He's played well in, in spurts. But I said, bring him off the bench. But Russell Westbrook didn't bring himself to L.A. L.A. brought him there. You know? It's like the Jets. Zach Wilson didn't draft himself. The Jets did. Like, you got to blame the Jets, too, for drafting somebody who may not be a starting quarterback. And that's still, that's out there. That's just lingering with Mike White. I'd, I would have Mike White play until further notice. But then, you know, Robert Sala said, hey, when Zach's ready to roll, he's going to be in there. Well, what was wrong with him last week? Was he hurt? Was his feelings hurt? <laughs> DNP feelings? Can you, can you be on the IR feelings? <laughs> like I, was, I was wondering that... You know, he said when he's ready to roll. What does that mean? His feelings are 80%. We're yeah, hoping they'll be yeah. 100%. Coach, how are Zach's feelings? <laughs> uh, you know, I think he's going to be okay. Yeah. yeah, Marv. His feelings are day-to-day. Yes, Marv. I hope Zach is all right. But to go back. Thoughts the, and prayers. Right. He's a beast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the question I was, <laughs> when I asked you that question about who else should we who, be paying attention to, yeah. I really wanted you to bring up the Cavaliers and the Kings. Light the beam. Yeah, but we've already talked about the Sacramento Kings. We and need this two might, more. I was on the Cavs before anybody was. That was two years ago. I said, man, nobody's going to watch this this team. And they have a nucleus there that, that is going to be a good team playoff team. I, I And I think Sacramento, this might be Sacramento's year to make the playoffs. They're seven seed. Sorry. Yeah, Sacktown just lost three straight to Comrade. That's right okay. That's all right. They said, is it, we're too hot too quick. Yeah. <laughs> Stop lighting all these beams. I mean, I, w- I would love, yeah, I would love for that to happen. It doesn't mean they're going to get any attention. It's it's still going to be about the Lakers, no matter what. It's about the Lakers, but they move the needle. Yes, Aziz. There's another segment where we're getting roughed up by uh, the Denver media, mm-hmm. but I just heard again: Nuggets have the second best record in the West, game behind Phoenix. About a little respect. I, we've been down a little respect. We've been down that road before. <laughs> 
We we know how this ends. Jamal Murray had 31 last night. I know. Great. They have no pulse. There's certain regular season teams that play well. Yes, they they okay, great. Denver's doing great. Now what? Are you going to tune in to watch them? Probably not. How many teams would you say, I'm going to tune in to watch? And it may come down to players. You tune in to watch Ja. You tune in to watch Zion. You tune in to watch Luka. Are you tuning in to watch Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown? As great as they are, but they have no pulse. There's nothing interesting about them that they're just good basketball players. And that used to be enough for everybody. I would watch. I didn't know what John Havlicek's personality was. I, I couldn't care less. I just wanted to know, could you play? Were you any good? And now you have to have a reason. Like, you know, social media will tell you, you need to watch this guy because Dame Lillard. I would tune in to watch Dame Lillard. Yeah, Paul. Since the Nuggets person brought it up, the Nuggets are getting further away from the finals. Uh, a couple years ago, they were in the Western Conference finals and the Western Conference semis. Last year, they got bounced round one. It's a team, everyone, believe me, a lot of people buy, bought into them the past three years because of their regular season. Then they've, they've just cooled off a little bit. Yeah. But you got the Joker, and he's been recognized. A couple MVPs. So it's not like, you know, people who cover the sport aren't recognizing greatness there. But watching the 76ers, I'm not interested in James Harden. Joel Embiid is a talented player. Uh, I love Tyrese Maxey, but he's hurt. You, know, you start to look at some of these rosters and you go, do I care about the Knicks? No. I care about Durant. I'll watch Durant and and I'll watch Kyrie. But I don't go out of my way to watch the Nets. Although Kevin Durant had a monster night again last night. He's unstoppable. He truly is the, the most unstoppable player in the game. Because he can tell you what he's going to do. And then do it. Yeah, Mark. He was asked last night, oh, when did you feel like uh, you were going to, you know, get hot? He was like, when I woke up. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Waking up dangerous. Yeah. Who did I ask? Oh, Larry Bird. You know, when did you get the green light? He goes, oh, sixth grade. (laughs) Where he was allowed to shoot whenever he wanted to. Yeah, Paulie. Yeah. uh, Durant was uh, 19 of 24. And when, when everyone knows you're getting the ball, too. 45 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. Doug in North Carolina. Hi, Doug. How are you? Good. Dan, I hope you're good as well. I wanted to make a prediction, get on the record. Um, I think tonight the big story is going to be that the committee puts Alabama 5 and Ohio State 6. They're going to justify this by saying Alabama lost two games, but they were in it to the end, and Michigan or Ohio State lost to a – Michigan team with the backup running back at home, and they were more or less blown out. So I think, and I hate Alabama, and it pains me to say this, I think Alabama's going to be number five. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. You sort of want them there on the periphery, because I think the big story tonight, well, yeah, Paulie. You know what hurts Tennessee is that they're also 10-2, and two, and they beat Alabama. So you could say they should be above Alabama. Yeah, but they lost their quarterback. That's the thing. They will factor yeah, in will. if you lose a star player, how, yeah. how threatening you are. So that, that hurts Tennessee's case. Yeah, I think having Alabama there, um, I think the big story is who's five, but then three and four. Is USC going to be four? Could they be three? 
And they do love TCU. And I mentioned this yesterday, that if TCU loses the Big 12 title game, they're probably still going to be in the Final Four. Really? Yes. Really? long as they don't get blown out, they're going to be in the Final Four. Playing Kansas State. Yeah, Paul. Right now, here's the AP Top 25, which not, it does not mean that's what it's going to be tonight. Georgia 1, Michigan 2, TCU 3, USC 4, Ohio State 5, Bama 6, and then basically the rest of the teams, Tennessee, Penn State, they're really out of the picture. They, they're not in enough striking distance. Yeah. But that's the AP rankings. Yeah, Marv. Yeah, it's like who's five because, you know, that that's where it's going to get interesting. If, if USC doesn't beat Utah, then Alabama maybe slips in. Ohio State, yeah, Marv. That was going to be my question. Does Ohio State have a shot? If USC and TCU both lose, can they kind of just sneak their way in since they only have that one loss to Michigan? Yeah, Paul. I don't know if you could watch your way in. You're not playing this weekend. It's very hard to lose and, and watch. They, they didn't even get to the conference title game. Right. You go loss, blowout loss, and a, a weekend at home, and we're going to reward you with a playoff spot. It is the timing. It's bad timing. If they had that, remember when Oregon had that awful loss to Georgia to open the season? Mm. They recovered from that because there's time. I don't know if Ohio State has time to recover. All right. Well, they don't have any more games. That's it. Uh, let's take a break. Maybe they could set up a scrimmage or something. Like, can we play Michigan State or the OU Bobcats? We'll take a break. Play of the day up next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me for the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray, depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. 
This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Two, three, four. Oh, my God. The play. The play is of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Turner is wide open, but he missed short with a three. Rebound Halliburton. Three seconds to go. Drives to the wing. Nemhart beat the clock, and it's over. Nemhart beat the clock with a three from out of the left edge as time expires. Pacers down 17 in the fourth quarter. Biggest fourth quarter comeback in the NBA this season. The biggest fourth quarter comeback against the Lakers since 2000. Courtesy of the Pacers Radio Network. That's your play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. We could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. That's amazing. Learn more. Discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms do apply. By the way, people on social media saying now it's time for the Lakers to trade LeBron James. Well, here's Jim Jackson, the former NBA great, from last Monday's show on why the Lakers can't trade LeBron. So everything is on the table, I think. From, from the Lakers' perspective. Except for LeBron they, being traded. Well, you can't trade him because he signed his extension 
and you can train them to August anyway. Okay. Oh, okay. Ah, so he he's not, you know, he doesn't have any opt outs in his deal next next couple of years anyway. So you can trade him after August. Okay. Right now, you can't do anything. Just to let you know, facts get in the way. Those those pesky stats, Buzzkill. you know, or what is fact? You're like, oh, come on, that's no fun. Ah, yeah, ah, mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. It sounded just like a, the, the barbershop guy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He kicked Julius his ass. Uh-huh. <laughs> we could trade him to uh, Miami, or no, you can't trade him. Oh, that's no fun. No, we can't do a story on that. LeBron and Kyrie end up in Miami? Question mark? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Question mark? And another thing, I mentioned there was a story that we were talking about uh, for the last couple of weeks. I was talking about if you had quarterbacks who could be available, or let's say each year, year to year, you just kind of put yourself out there for the, the highest bidder. And... I mentioned, you know, what happened with Caleb Williams leaving Oklahoma, and he was putting himself out there almost like on eBay saying, who wants me? Well, NIL, USC, come on down. And I mentioned the name Drake May at North Carolina. It was based on no no reports, no information, no nothing. I just put it out there of here's this redshirt freshman, and from one of my sources, teams will tank for him. That's what I think I told you, what, five weeks ago. He's got two more years there, and I know his brother went to North Carolina, but I just put it out there, what would he be worth on the open market? And a couple of people, uh, I guess reporters, have reached out to Fritzy to say, does Dan have any information on this? And I said, no, it, it was just that I was using him as, as an example of if he decided, and this is going to happen at some point, you're going to have a quarterback who has an unbelievable freshman year, and maybe he's at a smaller college, maybe not a power five, and he's going to put himself out there. And then he might go one year at another place and then maybe open himself up to the highest bidder after that. If they're throwing around $8 million for a quarterback and then it's going to get to 10 or 12, it's going to happen. And I have somebody who has been great. He's a proven commodity. What would he be worth? And I mentioned, let's say Ohio State, you lose C.J. Stroud. And you wanted to bring him in. Would you spend $10 million on name, image, and likeness? That's all it was based on. But people thought that I was, you know, had information on that or speculating. It was not. But thank you for giving me credit that I would have information like that. Yes, Paul. And it's been, like you said, it's been happening with Caleb Williams, uh, the Pitt Panthers receiver, Jordan Addison, last year. Yeah, went he, to USC. He, he basically went open market last year. He basically announced it. Yes. And he said, oh, we're, we're going to give it. And he even said, he goes, that doesn't mean I'm done at Pitt. That means they gave Pitt a chance to match it. I know. It's going to happen. Why wouldn't it happen? Uh, Gordon in North Dakota. Hi, Gordon. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Oh, sorry. Hey, look, Dan, uh, I just, first of all, the question I guess I'm asking you is, are both Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, can they get out of their contracts at the end of this year? I'm under the assumption that they can. Yes, uh, Brady can. I'd have to check on Aaron Rodgers, but uh, I think I think we had somebody on. Did Ross Tucker talk about Aaron Rodgers' contract yesterday? Did you, did you mean get out of the contract to play for another team? Yeah. I don't know if Rodgers can. 
Yeah, I'd have to see that. I think Brady would be able to. Uh, Tom in North Carolina. Hi, Tom. Good morning, Dan. Hi, Tom. Hope you feel I'm better. Thank you. Yeah, I was uh, calling about Jeff Saturday. I'm kind of partial to him because he's a uh, North Carolina alum, and you were actually talking about Drake May. I was wondering, cause, because yesterday you were talking about awkward situations, what's it going to be like at the end of the year, especially if he does good? I know the timeout last night maybe showed his inexperience. Well, the lack of timeouts. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't use them. But he said, uh, you know, I didn't think time was an issue there. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how awkward this is going to be. It, it felt to me like Jim Ursay was saying, he's not just an interim head coach. I'm, I'm bringing him in, and you guys are going to see. Well, right now, has he shown you anything where you go, okay, that's our guy? It seems like, I think he would be a good assistant coach. Not a, you know, not the head coach. Coming up, we'll talk to uh, Marcus Spears from the Mothership, and we'll check in on the World Cup final hour. One more item as we close at hour one. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation is building its Do Good Village in Land Lakes, Florida. They're doing even more for their program recipients. It's all thanks to an extraordinary donation of many acres of land, but also your kindness and generosity. First of its kind, a community of 110 homes for the foundation's program recipients. Families of fallen first responders and Gold Star families. Families of catastrophically injured first responders and service members. All in one community as neighbors in their children playing together and growing up together. Loving families, being there for one another, giving them time to heal. Make the Do Good Village the first of many communities like it. With every mortgage-free home, the foundation makes good on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices our nation's greatest heroes made for our country and our communities. This is how you can help. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's the letter T, the number two, letter T.org, and we thank It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.